Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. It's morning time. Time for John and Lance to open their daily present of a brand new open. I've never had the motivation to get someone pregnant. Those interns out there better watch it with Dell. Oh, what is he doing to me? That's right, Dell. Here's another reason Dell's going to have dementia, dementia, dementia. You should hear Johnny's trying to get fired. Here's another reason Dell's going to have dementia, dementia, dementia. What is he doing to me? Doing to me. I'm convinced he knows he's leaving at the end of this month. I'm the most positive person you know. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. We'll see if James Palmer's going to join us. If not, let's talk a little NFL football anyway. What do you think about the Texans line this week? I was surprised. Last I saw, I think it was six and a half at New York. Five and a half now. Come down. Well, I thought they'd beat, I thought the Jets would beat the Falcons, and they didn't, so... The Texans, to me, I know they got beat by the Falcons. I still think they're a better team, but losing tank hurts. Uh, I don't like laying that number, but I, don't like I still think the, the, the Texans will win. You know, there's some things that you just aren't ready for. Texans laying five and a half on the road. No, no, but I still think they'll beat the Jets. And you know, what's it going to be? Zach Wilson will play. They'll probably get one touchdown. Maybe two field goals. Maybe they get 16. Maybe the Texans win 17 16. Maybe it's like six to. So man, still, I don't know. I don't know how the Jets so score. Awful. They're not scoring on anybody. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Their quarterback situation is so terrible that, I, you know, I just, I just don't know. Is there a little bit of an uh, overreaction? I'm, you know what the Bengals Colts line is? Uh, where's the game? It's at the Bengals. I haven't seen that one, but I'm going to say Colts uh, neutral will make it five, uh, two and a half. One. Okay. Is there a little bit over a reaction to one game by Jake Browning? Oh, you think it should be more? I think it should well, be Well, I did too. I do. I, yeah. I did too. I do. Um, well, it's actually not been one game. Look at what Browning did the game before. He actually had the stats pretty good the game before too. I just don't know. They've won, yeah. You know, wow. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're talent. Still, they're still a talent. It's still Garden. They're still at home. It's still Gardner Minshew who turns it over a lot. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't think that's enough. I think the Colts go in there. I just hate to see it, but the Colts are playing pretty good football. I hate, to, I hate to see it. Um, other lines: the Ravens seven. After a week off, the Ravens are seven against the Rams. Uh, I just i i don't I don't know that they're going to be able to get the, the same thing done against this Rams defense that they are. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I think I would take the seven points on the road. If you want to know the truth, are the Forty Nine ers the best team in football? Yes. Are we? Are are the Philadelphia Eagles now? Just because they lost, they've got two losses now, while everybody else has three. The Eagles are going to the Cowboys in the biggest game of the year. T- the thought is that Jalen had a, had a concussion 
what they thought might have been a concussion issue last week against the 49ers and went back into the game. Um, if this is this, this thing is lingering, who, who – oh, David Carr. David Carr thinks that Jalen Hurts needs to sit for a couple of weeks. He thinks that they should play Marcus Mariota. Agree or disagree? Well, I mean, I, I can't. I don't know. Would you like I don't the know full, what the I don't know what the situation. Would is. you like the full context of what David Carr said? Sure. The only way that they get there, to M. Rob's point, is Jalen is a hundred percent, and he is that dynamic weapon in the run game because that creates your offense on the outside and your one on ones. Clearly, Jalen isn't comfortable reading through a defense in a drop-back pass scenario. Some would say he's not even good at it. And I think that when you look at this team, you have to have a serious conversation if you're Philly, and you have to really say, is it better for us to play Marcus Mariota right now and let Jalen get fully healthy? Because I would argue that it does not matter if you're the number one seed. Because if the 49ers come into Philly again, they do not care. They do not care. If raining... In Philly, doesn't matter. But, but Irrelevant. You're the coach. You're Nick Sirianni. You go up to Jalen Hurts. He's oh, like, I'm dude, with you, bro. I, I, That's I can be a play, crazy coach. Conversation. I can play. How are you going to tell me after I just got paid? We do all this stuff. I'm in the MVP runner. We just had a board up there reading oh, his MVP odds, and now you're going to tell me telling me to sit. Big picture, brother. Like you, know, that's what you have to do. Like if you're Nick Sirianni, this is the type of decision and conversation you have to have if you have a big picture mentality. And I think you can have that conversation honestly with Jalen. And if you set him down, that's all Jalen talks about is the end result and getting to the Super Bowl and winning that thing. The best way we can do it. They didn't run the football at all with him they, no, they twice. They that's not they it, man. That's not the winning edge. Put Marcus in there. Win a couple games. Yeah. Maybe you have the number one seed still. Let's, you might let's have break it. your eight. That, that, that's better. a tough one. That's a tough one because if it all hinges on if Jalen – look, David David threw something out there that he's seen on tape that's the dirty little secret, which is Jalen – David watched tape? I wish he'd have done that when he was here. I'm assuming he did. <laughs> but the dirty little secret is Jalen has been in an offense that is more simplified. That's fine. He's not getting through progressions is what David's telling you. He just said that. Some would say he's not very good at it. David Carr doesn't just say that unless he's spoken with coaches who have said that or unless David has really looked at some tape. But he wouldn't just say that publicly because that's one of those things where he'll probably take some heat for it just because people try to, you know, they got to defend Jalen. Jalen's a a winning quarterback. The only way you don't play Jalen Hurts is if he physically is impaired. He's physically can't, like, He's got an injury that is preventing him from – David threw the other thing out there just because he wanted to make sure you knew, hey, he's not a great reader of the field, so if he's not running anymore, you're actually doing yourself a disservice. But to but to put in Marcus Mariota, if the other guy can play, that would never happen. I, if, I if, saw Jalen do Jaylen stuff, though, on clothes. Sunday against San Francisco. There are a few plays where he drops back to pass – and he is looking around at the line and trying to escape sideways, very David Carr-like. Yeah. And trying to hit, get to the side and couldn't. It, it didn't look like Jalen had complete control on Sunday. Uh, there's a chance all. San Francisco has found, some, has found some, some issues, some tells and some tendencies that they've taken away. I mean, there's a chance that that's happened too. And... If that happens, and now Jalen is going to have to, you know, they did, they took certain things away from Buffalo. Buffalo is the one initially who exposed 
the issues for Lamar Jackson. And in Tennessee, I had somebody from Tennessee tell me they watched Dean Peace, or Dean Peace watched what Buffalo did. And so they said, okay, middle of the field, we're taking away. We're going to stop running, stop him from running in between the hashes, and everything gets pushed to the, to the flanks. Um, you may have Jalen Hurts. They may be taking certain throws away from him right now, and maybe it is causing, if he's not a great field reader, they may be taking away the second option. You know, we're basically said, look, We've got to try to make sure that we do this, which will take away second option. I don't know what's going on, but you're not having a conversation with Jalen Hurts where he can tell you he can play, and then you're just going to have him as the backup just in case. You have to have him in street clothes. And Jaylen, and that's never happening. What David Carr said is not happening. Did, did he – now, is he right? I don't know. He spends more time watching tape or, or speaking with people about – Jalen Hurts, maybe there's some validity to the fact that if Jalen Hurts... Now, I would say there's certain quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts is going to be one of them. He ain't as dangerous if he's not running the football. No. Would you in, you have no. him in fantasy football, right? I do. If Jalen Hurts... If I told you Jalen Hurts is going to run now like Joe Burrow, he was going to have as many rushing plays no, as, I want more. as Joe Burrow or even C.J. Stroud, he didn't have as much value anymore. No. That goes away. He had 22 touchdown passes last year. Well, the the value is the the quarterback sneak is the well that's, that's what, in fantasy, that's huge. yeah, that's huge. But but he can score touchdowns in two different ways. But if you take one of them away because he's not healthy, well, he's not a he's not an A plus passer. What makes him dangerous? He beats you he's multiple pretty ways. Good, though. He's pretty good. Though. He's not bad. Yeah. He's not bad. He's pretty good. What David's trying to tell you but is... But he is much more, yes, much more valuable. But with I the, still b- both, trust... Both. Okay, let's say he doesn't run. I still trust... And, and what Marcus Mariota is, is a dual-threat quarterback. But Jalen's a better passer than Marcus Mariota. But then David's saying, well, if you can't run your offense because you can't run, put Marcus Mariota who can run the whole offense. It's just... Is 80% Jalen better than 100% Marcus Mariota? I think maybe he is. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I would think. Marcus, listen, he's way better than Marcus Mariota. But if he's not healthy, I don't know. I would, but listen, I want to make another run to the Super Bowl, and I want well, him to well, be healthy. Well, that's a different if, thing. If, well, no, no, no. I, David said, take, give him a couple of weeks off so he gets completely healthy. That's what he wants. Yeah. That's what he said. You know what? You got to get, if Jalen, if getting Jalen completely healthy, you can afford a loss or two. And you can afford a loss and still be the number one seed. Well, not anymore. I guess San Francisco's right on your heels and they beat you. So, uh, you know, I would rather have a 100%, even if I'm not the number one seed and have that buy, I would rather have a healthy, a totally healthy Jalen Hurts, and maybe he can't get totally healthy playing every week. That's what I think the point is. What's the point with John Daspit? That's what I want to know. Well, what the point is with John Daspit is if you're injured, this is what's going to happen. If you are injured due to someone else's negligence, at the workplace, um, on the roadways, out in the water, wherever you could be at a store, wherever it is, somebody has done something and you've been injured and the bills come in. Guess who's responsible for those bills? You are. And if you don't know how to handle this, you're going to end up paying your own bills. You're going to miss time from work. You won't be able to pay. Like, you could be screwed. If you're injured, call John Daspin and let him look at the case for you. Uh, his lawyers, he has the most, <clears throat> he is the biggest firm here in Houston and one of the biggest in the entire state. I think it's second biggest. And what John Daspit will do for you is he and his lawyers will take a look at it. You sign up with them, and then they'll go through everything. They go through the entire situation. They go through your 
your bills, your medical bills. They'll help you with any medical stuff you need to do in terms of your MRIs, your x-rays, whatever needs to happen for your injuries. Because what's going to happen is you need to make sure that that gets taken care of through some, if it's someone else's negligence, the insurance company on that side pays for those things that you are going to have to have done. That includes physical therapy. If not, it's going to be your bill to pay. Once the insurance company gets you to sign off and they give you a, a check, you're done. Well, if you didn't have someone like John Daspit fighting for you, do you understand the costs that are going to be associated? Because he does. And he also understands what your pain and suffering is worth for your particular injury, uh, depending on severity. And, and, it, and it includes loss of life. Unfortunately, they have to deal with that for families as well. John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm fighting for the uh, passionately pursuing justice for the injured. Winning is not enough. He is going to win big for you. It's 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW. Or go to DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Planet Unicorn, hey. Planet Unicorn, Unicorn Planet. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. An old friend of the show, used to work here in Houston. Now he's national. He's a big cheese. James Palmer, NFL insider for NFL Network, joining us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. James, what's up? A big cheese? Is that like a real big thing? Big cheese, that's big right. Big cheese, yep. Yeah, if you're a national no, guy. I never know where James – by the way, I had to ask him. I was like, are you in – he said, I've got an interview with Jalen Petrie that I've got to do. I'm like, are you – you, you don't live – like, I knew James lived in – I De- see him out in L.A. sometime. Well, right? Denver, I thought. I know he lives in Denver, but yeah. then he's in Houston doing a lot of stuff. Like, I never know where James Palmer is. That's right. That's the way I want it to be. <laughs> Pop up anywhere. Hey, we, you do still have a good connection with, uh, with, the, with, with Houston. And Were you here because of the Broncos, or do you still – are you still doing Texans-based stuff more regularly? Because I feel like I see you talking about Texans. Yeah, I, that that game. I mean, obviously Denver was on was on a bit of a run. Um, let's all be entirely honest. I think there were about two games that everybody was excited about uh, last week, and that was about it. Uh, it was not the greatest of schedules, so I'm glad I got one of the two. The other one being in Philly, uh, which didn't turn out to be a game, but that one and the one in Houston were really the only two games that that really the league was excited about. And I was pumped to be there. Denver was on a bit of a run, but but C.J. Stroud and what D'Amico Ryan's has done in Houston was, I'll be honest, a major reason why we're there. And I would think I'll be coming back uh, down this home stretch uh, a couple more times. Absolutely. That was, huge. That was a huge game for both teams. And the Texans now, I think they got like an 80% chance of making the playoffs with everything that's unfolding in front of them. And especially the quarterback situation. James, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but look at the four teams in front of them. All quarterback problems, all second-string quarterback problems. And is there any – and, you know, the league is a reactionary league, too. Oh, we got a lot more quarter, quarterbacks getting hurt, and it seems like there's an epidemic this year. I hope that well, there's not more that they're, they try to do to protect the quarterback. <laughs> I don't know what else they can do to protect the quarterback. And I, I think if we go through a lot of these injuries, guys, like it, I, the only one I can think of um, that really put themselves in harm's way was the Deshaun Watson injury. I mean that that was it, right? To the to the throwing shoulder, he was out of the pocket. He put his shoulder down. He, you know, tried to run somebody over, and that was that. I mean, 
Burroughs is, I mean, I don't know how changing the rules or anything protecting quarterbacks changes Joe Burroughs, changes, you know, changes Aaron Rodgers or, 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 uh, or Kirk Cousins or, you know, I think Monday night Trevor Lawrence's was a freak type yeah. of, uh, type of occurrence in a sense. Um, it's, it's, it's brutal. I mean, after this Sunday, we could be up to 56 different starters. If I do the math properly in my head, I mean, yeah, CJ Beathard, most likely. Um, who else? Mitch Trubisky. Um, it could be Trevor Simeon in New York. Uh, it's, it's wild, but we were actually in this spot last year, which is a little bit maybe surprising to some people, but we had 68 last year. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a thing. Uh, and that's why the backup quarterback, in all honesty, is becoming, in my opinion, even, even more important, guys. And, Lance, I think this is a big part of the draft process um, as well in, in terms of getting guys that are going to be able to step in and, and make plays and win you a stretch of games because it's becoming, as we're seeing with the game right now, more and more valuable. Well, it, I, there's nothing else. That, sometimes you just have years like this. We, there, there's no need for an overcorrection of any sort. Yeah. Injuries happen in the NFL, but – we had one that some would say here in Houston, injuries happen, and it is true. Injuries do happen. Unfortunate things happen. But there was a little bit of – I said something on Twitter, and I found out everyone was thinking the same thing. When Tank Dell had his leg broken, when he was in the middle of a scrum down by the goal line, I, I, I didn't feel comfortable with that. I just felt, man, why is such a valuable piece that weighs so little? Um, what is he doing in here making you know that kind of a block and i went this morning and looked and found really only other uh either four or five other situations where they were inside the four they were four yard line or, or closer but they did do this with tank three other times or two other times and uh oh this was the fourth time they tried it and then he got injured what are your like did you get a sense or what are your thoughts on putting that valuable a piece who happens to be very very small in that type of situation I mean, considering what we all saw on Sunday, Lance, yeah, that makes us all debated, right? And, I mean, you could sit there and maybe we ask Bobby Slowick, I'm assuming he he should be, honestly, uh, from the group down there, uh, asked about it. I mean, there could be the sense that, well, if he's on the field, then they have to worry about something else. And they can't clog the middle of the field in the way that they want to. I mean, there's a million different reasons why certain things happen. I mean, you've seen plenty of times Devontae Smith, who probably rivals Tank in terms of – uh, slim build is that a thing? I don't know. The Slim Reaper up in Philly, he's he's in on the tush push regularly, um, and he's a part of it on a regular basis. Um, and now so, he's on the back, but he's, he's on the back side. He's, he's on the back end. Yeah, he's on the back end. I'm just saying, like if we're looking to protect certain guys, and I get it. Um, it's it, yeah, I understand the question. I understand where it's at, and maybe you 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 think twice. I mean, there are certain teams that look at things differently. Like I mentioned, the tush push. Like, Andy Reid will never run a quarterback sneak again after Patrick Mahomes dislocated his kneecap on a quarterback sneak. It literally is not in their playbook anymore. Yeah, so it's, it's not it, a it problem until, by, something, until it's a problem, right, James? It, exactly, and that's my point. Like, and then, and then that, that's the way they think now moving forward. So every team kind of looks at these things a little bit differently. Um, Jalen, no sense that he's less valuable to the Eagles as, as you know, Patrick Mahomes is to the Chiefs. But their philosophy on, on, on him is we're not going to change the way he plays um, because that's why he's the player that he is. Okay. And, 
you know, that, that's kind of the, the, the two schools of thought in terms of protecting your guys and, and also just playing football. And I think that was, sadly, uh, a, 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 just a part of football. James Palmer with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. What do you think of the Texans? And, I mean, when you look at Pittsburgh, when you look at Cleveland, when you look at the teams, that, the Colts, when you look at these teams, how do you compare the Texans as far as playoff uh, and in their capabilities, I, I look at the AFC guys, and and I look at the league, and the league people are having a hard time scoring points. So I would put my money. I can't do that, NFL employee. <laughs> yeah. But I would put my faith Diet behind teams that can score points. I, and and it's funny, like we were having this conversation on on NFL Network the other day, comparing the the, the AFC North and the AFC South, which. There's a chance the AFC South gets three teams into the postseason and the AFC North gets one. When we were talking about earlier this year, potentially all four teams from the North potentially getting in, what are those teams having a problem with in the North outside of the Ravens? You can't score. Houston can score. Somehow, I I think Shane Sykin needs to be in the conversation with D'Amico Ryans for Coach of the Year. With Gardner Minshew, they score points. I mean, these are top ten scoring offenses in Houston and in Indianapolis. And to me, I think your chances, if you can be explosive and you can score points in today's NFL this year, because those two things are just not prevalent across the league, you've got a great chance. And I think that's why Houston has a great chance moving forward, because these other teams, specifically because of the quarterback spot and because of their offense, they can't score. Like <laughs> Pittsburgh can't score. Cleveland can't score. Houston can score. James Palmer with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Who... Okay, did San Francisco take over in your mind as the best team in the NFL? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, it's they're on a mission, guys. I mean, it is. I mean, since they, you know, the three game losing streak, I think their their point differentials plus eighty five. I mean, this is this is a team that I thought it was kind of bitterness all off season uh, with all the comments about the NFC Championship game and about Philly, and that turned into confidence uh, in my mind in terms of what they went into Philadelphia and did. They're the most complete roster. Uh, in football, I think what Philly still is going through is, you know, let's give Nick Sirianni some credit. They lost both coordinators, and they were sitting there. They're still sitting there with the best record in football. I mean, you lost your coordinator on both sides of the ball, and I just mentioned how valuable Shane Steichen's been to the the Colts. Like, they're still a really good team. Um, But, yeah, I think the Niners are the best team in in, in football right now. Would you sit Jalen, right, and David Carr came out, and said that he would sit Jalen just to make sure that he's healthy for the postseason. Do they need to win more, or do they need Jalen healthy? I'm not sure. Um, somebody should check on David um, health-wise <laughs> to make sure he's all right. Uh, I love him. But a, I was there during camp. Marcus Mariota uh, was not it in training camp. Um, I think Jalen, with maybe two torn ACLs, is still better than Marcus wow. playing quarterback there in Philadelphia. I, I don't understand. I, I mean, I watched the, the clip too. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm curious what your guys' opinion is because watching, I'm like, I, they just lost one game. They're in the middle of a six-game stretch that is like a murderous row of things, and they're three and one during the stretch right now. And he just pulled off. I was there in Philly, an incredible overtime win over. Josh Allen and the Bills, where Josh Allen was absolutely unstoppable, and Jalen scores four of his five touchdowns in the second half in overtime. Um, 
between rushing and, and throwing the football. And then they go and play one game against the Niners, and now we should bench him? Like, yeah. even banged up well, here's, been for most of the season, so his, he's his, still been very effective. Well, his thought was, okay, well, you're not running him, so he must be hurt. So if he's hurt and he's not running, he's not a very good field reader, blah, blah, blah. But you're right. I mean, Marcus Mariota is definitely not it. And, and, and no. that's, a, that's the problem is if Jalen can play. It's one thing if you think Jalen physically is – is not where he needs to be, then you just that you know, then you you have him inactive for a couple of weeks. You bring him in, but I don't think you just get cute and have him on the sideline. With I mean, you don't you definitely don't do that in Philly. Da- See, David Carr doesn't have to go to Philly and deal with the <laughs> wrath of Philadelphia for even <laughs> suggesting that. Right. He'll stay no. right there with his beautiful tan, being a beautiful man and wearing his clothes as like a like a model. You know, I hate David because of that. How like David looks to this day is in the same Greek God status he was when he was in Houston. It's unbelievable, but he doesn't have it to go to true. Philly and deal with those people. It, it, but here's the thing, Lance. Like I, I, like I mentioned, I did that game in, in against the Bills in Philly. I was hearing that Jalen is, is you remember they had the bye and a couple weeks before that, and, and like he was turning a corner health wise, and they really thought you know you saw him run the ball really well against Kansas City. Um, you saw him obviously run the ball well in sloppy conditions um, against the Bills. He had a game-winning touchdown. Um, and then, let's just be honest, if you watch that game, they couldn't run the football, period. I mean, they couldn't run the ball against the Niners at all, no matter who was carrying it. And so I, just, I, I find it a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction for the team that has the best record in football and, and has a massive you know, misstep. Or I mean, let's play into a fact, like I said, the stretch that they're a part of. Like, I don't know how they were going to keep this going. And now they have Dallas this week. Like, this is a murderous row, like I mentioned. They're going through, and they have a game. Do we think they were going to go 6-0 during this stretch? And, and they have one bad step, and we want to bench the guy who's, I mean, honestly, like in the top four for MVP this year? Um, quickly before you go, James Palmer with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I like your opinion on the Diana Rossini thing. Um saying that, uh, that that Zach Wilson doesn't want to play. She went out a little bit on a limb. I hope that she's right if she's going to report that. But Aaron Rodgers came back at her. Uh, Boomer Esiason says he can't get anybody in the Jets organization to deny it. He Zach- said leaks. Like, Aaron Rodgers went after Jets for the leaks, too. Uh, yeah. He's, but he also said, you know, you're, you're assassinating his character. Um, boy, this is a it, – it's, it's pretty salacious if, if, if it's true that he doesn't want to play. It is, and it's funny. Until Aaron, I, I was—I hadn't seen it. And I'm curious if you guys had. I hadn't seen a whole lot of people refuting it until Aaron Rodgers came out with his statements, and that was—it was—it was out for like 48 hours before Aaron said. And I hadn't really heard anything to the opposite of what Diana had reported. Well, Robert what Sala said, at, "No, he wants to play. He's chomping at the bit to play." I, I'm not going to okay. believe anything that yeah. a coach. I mean, yeah, well, the coach, they have right. to protect. Right, you right, know, right. this didn't come out of nowhere. Exactly. Somebody said you something. You do have to protect your quarterback, Lance. But what I would what I would say is, if this is true, the angle I would look at it is how is he still on the roster? Yeah. Because Robert Sala, if that's true and he knows it, you, you need to release the player. Like, if he doesn't want to compete and he doesn't want to play and he's not sure he wants to be back out there. I, I'm not sure how you don't make a move as a head coach. So if it is true, my concern is greater with how the Jets have handled this, if that's accurate. 
and that's the way Zach Wilson feels, I, how many building plants are around around the league would just be like, oh, this guy doesn't want to play. We're cool with him. No, 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 nobody, 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 nobody. That's so James, that's where my thought goes. James Palmer, NFL Network, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Great stuff with CJ this weekend. That was a, a great story. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, good, good stuff as always. James Palmer, uh, NFL Insider. Thanks for uh, your time, James, and we'll talk to you again soon, hopefully. All right, take it easy, guys. All right, there's James Palmer right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And now, here's Lance Zerline and his custom patio. Yeah, Texas custom patios, so good because you get the opportunity to sit outside and enjoy Houston weather when it's enjoyable. Look, I'm not going to lie, Houston weather sometimes is terrible. We all know that. But when you are dealing with Texas custom patios, they can. did you know they can do enclosures? Like, they've done enclosures with, like, uh, a type of air conditioning before, um, I've seen that. It's something Stephen Shell and his company has done before. It's really, really cool what they can do for you. But similarly, they just want you to be able to enjoy the outdoors the best way possible. You need a fire pit, a fireplace. Do you want an outdoor heating element for when it's colder? They can do that for you, obviously. But they can also build you great kitchens. They've got your TV set up right where you want it. They can do multiple televisions, sound systems that are awesome that are in your pitched roof. And that roof is pitched upwards so it feels like even more space and i haven't even gotten to the enclosures and the swimming pools and the pool houses they do it all and they do it with extraordinary care the best materials and the finest craftsmanship when they build an outdoor space for you you're going to be blown away it's going to be the hit of the neighborhood and with all of your friends and family as well it's texas custom patios go to the website tcp outdoors.com and start the process of changing your backyard into an oasis it's tcpoutdoors.com espn 975.com time to wake up hey you are finally awake you were trying to cross the border right You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. It's December, which means it's the season of giving. Air Team Heating and Cooling and ESPN ISM 5 have teamed up for the holiday drive, benefiting the Pelchin Children's Center. Now through Friday, drop off donations at Air Team to support our Houston youth in foster care. The station will be broadcasting live all day on Friday, so stop by to say hello with and bring your donations. Much needed items, or excuse me, most needed items, and donation info at air, airteamltd.com. It's the holiday drive benefiting the Pelchin Children's Center, brought to you by Air Team, your H-Town heating and cooling team. And there you have it. Thank you, Dell, for your for your service. We appreciate it. I'm being being thanked for my service. Yeah, thank yeah. you for your service. When reading, you do something, you're being of service. To, it it feels like you're, you're being of service to others. Diminishing when you say it to others, when you're just saying it to me for reading. I'm not diminishing it. I'm thanking you for your service. And I didn't have to read that. You did. Well, yeah, you were very against reading. You it. serviced me there. Oh, <laughs> phrasing. Jeez. I mean, you serviced oh, God, the station. God, oh, golly, it's so terrible. And you serviced all of our listeners. I would never do that. They seem selfish. They wouldn't. They wouldn't return the favor. Don't set me up. You set me up. Don't you can't. You can't disavow know, just, the show. You did I'm it. Part you, of the pro- I'm, not, I'm, I'm part of the problem. You I'm are software. the problem. You no, are. I'm not, I'm you are not really the problem, are the problem, but I'm part of the problem. You're a big problem. A big I'm problem. self-aware. 
Okay. So there, there is that. You did service all the listeners there by telling them. And I am telling them about the big golf tournament that we have. It's uh, next Wednesday, as a matter of fact, and we want you all to come on out there. It's a week from today, December 13th at, at Wildcat, 1030. Each golfer is going to get beverages from St. Arnold Brewing Company, lunch from Cypress Trail Hideout, home of Papa Charlie's Barbecue, dinner from Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage, 18 holes of golf, and a quick award ceremony. Listen. The price is just for that all that stuff. And then you golf, too. Are you kidding me? Register now at ESPN975.com, and uh, you do it under the promotions tab. ESPN975.com. All right. 713-780-3776. Julian, I know you. Julian has an issue, okay? What's your, what's your issue with James Palmer, Julian? Not really an issue, more of a rebuttal. So we talked about Philadelphia having the coaching staff like the two uh, coordinators leaving. Niners lost Sale, and they also lost the offensive coordinator, LaFleur. Then a couple of years later, this is D'Amico as well as McDaniel. And, you know, let's not forget, D'Amico even took our hype man, our boombox guy. <laughs> so also one of the points I think he made was, how we, we have more rest than the, the Eagles. Well, if you look out throughout the year, we're at a negative 20 on rest and, and disparity. So I think the closest one is like um, the Rams at 17 and then the, the Kansas City Chiefs at 13. So, I mean, we're, we're playing people coming off five. Well, who's, who had something bad to say about the 40? I didn't hear James bash the 49ers. He doesn't want to hear anyone take anything, any shine off well, that you never 49ers lost. win. Okay, so you never lost. He lost his, his number one. He lost his – Shane Steichen was his direct link. Kyle Shanahan is the guy. You never lost Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. The 49ers right. never so lost look, Kyle Shanahan. doing in Miami. Well, well Mike Daniel wasn't. Was our, was our no, 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 no. Shanahan but Shanahan is the, is the designer of the, the offense. Yeah, yeah. And even when they're yeah, there, no, Bobby, no, Sl- Bobby Slowick that. wasn't calling plays. McDaniel well, wasn't calling. Sh- he's saying they did lose to Miko, though. Yeah, well, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but we're talking about the quarterback's play. No, no he's talking about well, he's all talking the about, This isn't a 49ers versus. We we already said 49ers that's are the it, best Julian. team. Julian. Julian. Where I said we think 49ers are the best team. Don't take shine off his big win. James he wants to let everyone know we have our problems too. We still kick their oh, ass. Oh yeah, and you punch their you coaches. Did. You're better than and you're, a, you're just a ter- you're terrible people. This isn't this isn't a forty. It's not about you this time. This yeah, isn't did a forty nine. Get thrown out of the game. Well, that wasn't a coach. That was Big, big Dom. That yeah. was a security guy. That's all How right. about they call him Punch Big Dom? Him. Hey, Punch don't touch him. me. Hey, Big Dom, stay off the white and don't touch me. And by white, I mean the sideline. Hey, you step back. Your security. He's not supposed to be there. He was not in so- between. That's what security oh, does. Not, an Italian, not in, an Italian in Philadelphia is not going to let somebody yeah. just come. You ain't walking in here yeah. and touching our Not guys. between football no. players. Did you see? I forgot the Philadelphia, oh! the Philadelphia writer's name, but he was like, <laughs> The Philly loves Jalen Hurts. He's a humble and driven guy, but no, they like him. Whatever he says, but but Brock Purdy would be a legend here. And everyone's like, "Hmm, why would Brock Who Purdy?" That? Some Philly writer. They're like, "Why would Brock Purdy be a legend?" And and Jalen Hurts can't be. What? Well, <laughs> he's gritty. Uh, he hmm. has. 
The, a lot mm. of. Did you see the four, the, uh, the Eagles fans arms. throwing the snowballs at the 49ers fans in the I stands? I didn't think that was real. I'm like, where did all that snow come from? This is an old video. Then they pan up, and you see Eagles and 49ers like, holy crap, they're still doing this. Still, this is still their thing. It was, and they were Where did they get that many them. snowballs? It I, doesn't stop. It didn't stop. It's like, I think they had, you know those T-shirt guns that... Like Elf. It wouldn't stop. It was from all angles. Yeah. How do you have time to make so many Elf? snowballs? Remember like, Elf? Uh. Uh-uh. You don't remember that? Uh. Uh-uh. When they, that's when his little brother started to like him when he was throwing the snowballs. Boom, boom, boom. boom. I don't you know? remember Elf. I saw it so long ago. Was we Elf, watch it every year. Elf was is uh what's his name who always just Will yells Ferrell. and screams right? Yeah, Will Ferrell. And then it's he like, doesn't just yell and scream. You got it. Yeah, he says, "Hey, more meatloaf." Screaming. Well, he did in that movie, but in other Get movies. Get down off the shed! He did that, too, with Saturday Night Live. as one of his first big, you know, everyone said, this guy is amazing. <laughs> he, Elf is one of the great Christmas movies of all time. Probably I the best. still stick nah, with. You know what else? Again? I still Santa. stick with. Bad Santa, Bad Santa is yeah. fantastic. Well, Bad Santa is probably the best. Bad Santa is fantastic. And I still yeah. watch. Every year I watch multiple times. I yeah. watch uh, Christmas Story. I'm never I like when she was putting up the Christmas tree, decorating the tree. Oh, that's fun. Lauren Graham. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. The Gilmore Girl. That was fun. Uh, so my, my my wife. So you, your takeaway from Gilmore that Girls is now. your takeaway from that is when she was putting up the Christmas tree, not all the other stuff in the movie. Yeah, that was good. That was all kinds of good stuff. And <laughs> you're stuff. such you're such a one trick pony. <laughs> It's good stuff. What am I going to do? Good stuff. I mean, that's memorable. That sticks in your mind. I remember the little person with the. Yeah. I remember that guy. You remember? Well, I guess we all have I love our that interest. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. The little guy. The little guy was fun. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> he's the best. Is that an elf or bad Santa? That's bad Santa, right? Uh, well, that's bad Santa. Bad Santa's where the little oh, guy well, is, in, and, right? Oh, but is uh, it double Peter little guys? Is in yeah, is in it too? Is it? Is in which one? Is in elf. Who's in Bad Santa? The the that was the little uh, the little black guy. Yeah, that's yeah. in Bad Santa, right? The, yes. Peter Dinklage is in is in Elf. I'm sure that's good too, and I'm sure no, I saw it. No, it's not as good. It's not nearly as good. Bad Santa's the best. The best. Yeah, as far as little people, better it's, Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones or the Bad Santa Elf? No, Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones. He has too many classic lines uh, yeah. over the course of seasons. But if we're talking like in a condensed format, he shoots his dad on when he's taking a crap. Yeah, well, he, and then good. he killed his what, what, what lover. Does he, slash, what does he say about wine? I forgot what he remember said. Remember that? I forgot what he said. You love that yeah. line. I don't remember yeah. what he says. Remember he, he loves, he loves uh, mm-hmm. the ladies and wine. He had his own girl, Shay. She was a yeah. She was a until quote unquote was, whore from the brothel. Until she yeah. betrayed him with his dad, so they both had to die that night. Yeah, she was. She was a good. Did he kill? She her? was good too. Yeah, he he killed her with like the gift her dad gave him. Yeah, his dad gave is, her. Yeah, come on now. He yeah. killed her with the necklace. Game of Thrones, little guy. Well, she turned on him. She little could like fight against him. And then she wound up she sleeping to, with her yeah. dad. She had to His go. dad. You yeah. know, the same he dad. was the hand of the... He, he was just tall. He's a former <laughs> drunk, and he's the hand of... Well, he's the, got the, 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 the queen of the dragons. He's got Come a on. he's got a name. It's him. He's got a Lannister he's the name. Best little person yeah. in of a show time? ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But don't take. Let's not take anything away from the elf in. Uh, well, Webster's in, in Bad Santa. Webster. Okay. Yeah, because he was cute. Gary Coleman wasn't that. Gary Coleman started off cute, and then he just became a, just a sassy little little guy. Just like, ah, 
I'll just look at Dan. And you get, know what I did this weekend? I made my reservations for Passarello. Did you? Yeah, for, for Christmas. The, uh, oh, for the wine? For oh, for Christmas. For Christmas. So they had that. That's good because, well, all you guys listening can make your reservations for Passarello for, um, I mean, Jack's Grill, you just go in, right? But also Union Kitchen. But did you know that they also are hosting not just, you know, your reservations, but you may have a family of eight, a family of ten, a Christmas party, um, a holiday party, an office party, where you want your own space, you want your own um, maybe it's going to be something huge where you want to rent the whole place out. They do that as well. They can create a menu that is right for you so that you make it easy on yourself. You have a budget. They'll work with you on your budget. They can do all of that with a uh, great plate hospitality. They're the ones who own Jack's Grill and Passarella, the Italian restaurant, as well as Union Kitchen. There's a lot of locations all over the place, but they'll work directly with you. All you have to do is go to the website. Great. GR, the number eight, uh, uh, P-L-A-T-E, greatplate.com, and set up your your uh, bill, uh, set up your meeting with them so that you can have your big event at one of their locations this holiday season. They will take everything out of your hands. The food will be great. The hospitality will be great, and you can enjoy the party. It's Great Plate Hospitality. Go to gr, the number eight, plate.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molassie. Clever metaphors and catchphrases escape me. Like a fat girl waving her trophy from the smell contest. Sweet sassy molassie, I'm trying my best here. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. Weird. John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. We're seeing more and more. How about, like, Bacon, people stealing bacon, or Krispy Kreme donuts, or and the things that we're stealing nowadays. The latest one, Dr. Pepper. Three people accused to steal, uh, accused of stealing and reselling thousands of gallons of soda syrup. Like they wouldn't be missed or something. First of all, you act like you've never seen uh, um, Donnie Brasco, where they're stealing the money, the change from the parking meters. If you can take down a score, you take down a score. Well, a score yeah, syrup is easier than moving a bunch of cans or bottles, right? You, know, you got to go into every you bar to and you yeah, you got to go yeah. into every restaurant and sell them. No, you got a guy who it, does no, it. No, it's too much. Oh, come on, stop! This already. sounds like something that Odd Jobs Incorporated would have done. No, we would not so sto- stolen soda. No syrup, syrup, and move the syrup. It gets all sticky. Where are you going to put no, it? It's in now bags. You got, no, it's, it's in, in bags. It's in. It's in canisters. They're yeah, in, how are you in, getting in, sticky? It gets all over. Stop. I don't want nothing. Um, so how about this, Dell? Good thing you don't live in the UK. You see this? The UK porn watchers could have faces scanned. Okay? You could have your face scanned. Now, watching porn. Why is it a good thing that I'm not in the UK? Because what's you the, don't. Do you want your face scanned? But what's the correlation? Why are you bringing that story to me? What are you saying? Know. You're enthusiastic. You're no, enthusiastic. I'm not an enthusiast. I don't know. You, you seem not to know. Th- I don't know. No, I don't drink and I know things. It doesn't mean I'm an enthusiast. <laughs> well, I just know things because I, oh, I you're, read you're up like on Peter stuff. Dinklage. Yeah, you're like a, a Lannister. I said I don't drink and I know no things. things. I yeah. know things, right? Okay. You just well, I think you're probably enthusiastic. I'm not an enthusiast. A 62 year old woman attempted to shoplift from a Walmart in mm-hmm. Livingston uh, County. The odd thing about it was it was shop with a cop. So you go with the cop. There were 75 police officers from different agencies present at the event. You go with a cop, and he goes and he takes you shopping and helps you out. 
and she's trying to steal stuff. Seventy. Where, where's I mean, this from again? Couldn't you go to a Walmart with no cops? Where did this happen? In Livingston County, Michigan. Oh, not even Florida. Um, honestly, I, I think I, I choose a better place. Honestly, uh, what is that? Do you just have an issue with shoplifting? Is that a is it a mental thing? Are you like, hey, or, or maybe it's like I'll be a legend if I can shoplift with, with, with the all cops, these cops here. What a legend I would or, be. Or, maybe they had someone filming it. Maybe it was somebody who's an, uh, a YouTuber or somebody like that. Nah, she's a 62-year-old woman. Pretty sure oh, she's not. No. <laughs> no, pretty sure she just shot. Well, she's not that they, bright. I'm pretty sure she's just not that bright. Maybe she just went like this. Yeah. This is it? This is all yeah. I'm getting? She attempted to steal $727 worth of merchandise. Oh, that's a lot that's to get exactly. out of there. Man, I don't know. I don't know how big she is. Maybe she could. I don't know. No, I, now you know how she got caught. Yeah, right, right. Thieves robbed a D.C. Uber Eats driver, but rejected the stolen Android phone for not being an iPhone. Sent it back. Do you think that you, you would send it back? Do you want back? green? Do you want the green bubble? Are you? Are you? Hey, which one of y'all did? Raheel, we used to be all we used to be all blue bubble and glory boys. Yeah, did he go not. back to green again? Re- I thought we were blue except for Raheel. Now we're back to being the guy with an android? Is that Raheel? Yeah, no, I he's thought just a Raheel bad for a little bit was Blue Bubble. I thought we had gotten rid of all that nonsense. He's just a bad I'm looking person. at it right now. Raheel tweet, texted us to... It's all blue, right? Yeah, we're good. It's all blue. Oh, he we're not green? Not he no, used he oh, used to maybe not it's be. another yeah. text string that but I got then he finally bubble. woke up. Why does that make people so mad? You know what because I woke it, up It feels morning? like you're talking to the poorest. You know what I know? It does make me mad. You know what? I My, my son-in-law, get an iPhone, will you? Stop being the diff- yeah, stop being different. you got to be so different. Oh, I'm so... Uh, well, how about you buy him that for Christmas? Yeah. Buy him a new iPhone. I should buy him that 1400. for 1400 No, no thanks. Hey, you keep it green. Um, so here's the deal is uh, I'm going to, I know what I'm going to do this Christmas. I'm going to drink some Coors Lights. I know that I'm enthusiastic about Coors Lights. Well, Dale might be enthusiastic about other things that we mentioned here earlier. I am enthusiastic about Coors Lights. I'm going to admit it. Not only admit it, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of my whole heritage. And if you're somebody who is looking for a great way to be proud of yourself, get a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing course. The more I drink, the more proud I am of myself, actually, if you want to know the truth. It'll make you proud. All you need to do is get a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing. This holiday season, let's make it everybody's happy when you got the Blue Mountains in the refrigerator. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing course light. Climb on, brother. ESPN 975.com. If you want in, you have to audition. Hi, I'm Carrie Dubeck, and I'm reading for the role of man at party who smells fart. Bye, bitch.